possible. Jolly holiday. Happy holidays from the Whiskey Underground. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. It is December 20, 2020. The home stretch. Just five days before Christmas. Brand, hope you got your Christmas shopping done. You hope my wife's got my Christmas shopping done. <laughs> isn't that, isn't yeah. that what husbands isn't that what husbands do? Yep. We, we shop for one person. We shop for the wife. That's it. And then look, that's the hardest one to oh, shop yeah. for. So if, if you get it right, if you get it right, it's like basically you can either walk in the house with your December bourbon finds mm-hmm. or you have to hide them in the car and sneak them in whenever she's in the restroom or something like that. That's exactly, that's, you know? that is exactly how it goes. <laughs> if you got you yours know? right, you've stored your bourbon away until December 25 and then you walk in and be like, oh, hey, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get your hey, Roomba. You yeah. You go into the bathroom, number one or number two, number two, <laughs> awesome. Run out to the car. Sneak it in, put it on the shelf, bury it. And like, yep, that bottle's that bottle's been there for months. What are you? I've had that for uh, you know, yeah. at least six months. Just haven't opened it yet. <laughs> All right, uh, tonight's bourbon, tonight's whiskey. Oh, okay. We're we're, oh. we're sticking with the rye. A couple of nights of rye. This is mm. Michter's US One Straight Rye Whiskey. It is cool label. It's that tan label with green uh, writing. Yeah, I've never. Never had this one. Never this had it before be, either. Be this is one that I've heard is another one that, that rivals the the best uh, cocktail rye whiskey. I so can't. I, I don't know. Gotta, uh, I have to I know. have to taste it to to believe it. You do. You definitely do. Alright, so Michter's um, Michter's US one, this is you know, regular regular uh, yeah, the regular straight rye whiskey. It's forty-two point four percent, so that's eighty-five or eighty-four point eight. Eighty-four point eight. The math is yeah. not great. Don't don't judge me. We don't get you don't get paid to, to math. We don't get paid to math. We get paid to uh, do our real jobs, and then we do this on the side. All right. So this one is made up of their straight rye. Um, they don't have they don't have an actual mash bill on this one. It's undisclosed, mm. but it has to be at least fifty one percent rye, so that we know. Um, it is they they tell you it is ideal neat or in a cocktail, um, and every bottle comes from a single barrel. So this is always a single barrel, and then they cut it down to forty two point four. So that's kind of interesting because Wait, honestly, always a single barrel. Always a single oh, barrel. Yeah, okay. Okay. So very interesting that they do that because that's a lot of work that goes into making yes, making a, a regular off the rack release and not like well, marketing it well, as a single barrel and making sure it's every barrel is different proof. Every barrel just, comes to the same proof. Just cutting the fucking barrels yeah. to the same proof is got to be a pain in the ass versus batching a hundred barrels and then cutting it to that to said proof at one at one time this seems like an insane yeah. amount of insane amount of work uh yeah uh, absolutely 
it, and being it, that so now that I'm I'm looking at the labels, so I, I see it now that the, the sour mash, the American whiskey, the straight bourbon are all small batches. Yet this, this one is a single is barrel. A single barrel. I did. I never noticed that before, and and mainly because I don't really buy a lot of rye whiskey to drink neat. I usually buy a rye whiskey when I need to when I'm making cocktails or when I want to make a cocktail. I'll go out and. Snag a bottle of, uh, you know, whether it's Rick, uh, Rittenhouse or um, Old Overholt or Sazerac. It's usually something I buy because I'm going to make cocktails. Yeah. Um, so this one is, uh, obviously it's aged in new American white oak barrels, fire charred. I think I read that this one comes from a number four char, which gives it a little bit darker color, which they're not wrong on that. It's a decent color. It's got a nice red note to it. I would say, and it's pretty, it's pretty deep, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely got a pretty decent, uh, decent rye, or decent, uh, decent color to it. Like, not quite mahogany, but it's definitely got some dark notes to it. All, All right. right, so let's, let's, let's do the nose on this. So this is definitely, versus last night, definitely down the pipe of oh, traditional yeah. rye, huh? Yeah. I mean, there is, I mean, on this one, you get the dill, the eucalyptus rye notes. I mean, the rye spice is very forward. But there is a good amount of oak on this one, which is different than last night. Good amount of oak, good vanilla. And a little bit of burnt sugar, like molasses. I can, I'm with that. I don't know, it's pretty, it's pretty classic. And I mean, the, I mean, without having kind of some of that rye spice and maybe a little dill, I mean, this is pretty classic just American whiskey like you said yeah. oak van- vanilla not extremely sweet on the nose yeah there's like a it's, there is a little sweetness that comes I think from the the molasses note to it and I think that's the number four char uh, kind of bringing that out but yeah good good nose solid nose all right, let's try the palate. Let's try drinking it. See, to me, versus last night, and I'm glad these these pulled out back to back. Right after, back to back. Because this doesn't taste. I mean, this doesn't taste anything like what we what we taste. No, like, like fucking totally 180. Like if if I close my if you gave me those two, I would I could have said. Okay, I wouldn't. Admit, I'm not gonna tell you that I nailed it, but I, just, I nailed it like what it was. But I just said what we drank last night. Something is different about this. Where this, this I could have been convinced this was a bourbon. I could have been convinced this was a bourbon if you didn't tell me I was tasting two, you know, two rise in hand. If you know what I'm saying, like based off of what I tasted last night, I taste this. I'm going, holy, this is a, this is a, you know, smooth tasting American whiskey. Could be a bourbon, could be whatever. Last night's was way out of left field from what this 
this is. And if I, like by saying, I think this is more down the middle flavor profile wise. I want you to close your eyes. Think back to when you're like 10, 11, walking into your, your great grandparents' house. And they've got the old candies. There's old timey candies, some like butterscotch, and those like licorice flavored candies. This is what this one gets. This has like spicy but sweet, vanilla, butterscotch, and a little bit of like waxy candy to it. I can get that on the on the palate. The back. I mean, I kind of get it on the back to yeah. me. The, the front... It's sweet. It's a sweet start. Yeah, the front's, the front's sweet, but also, I mean, I get some of the... Oak? I mean, I think oak is kind of prevalent in this. And, I mean, maybe little peppery peppery notes. Notes, too. But I do get that, some of that kind of butterscotchy finish. And I will tell you, it's it's a medium finish, but when it's gone, it's gone. Oh yeah, no, it's it's actually the finish is is fine. I don't hate it because it's perfect amount for the, for this one. What I like about it, this one doesn't have the tremendous amount of mint that I normally get from a rye whiskey. And I don't know what I don't know where this one comes from. Whether it's the barrel, uh, where it is in the rickhouse, the fact that it might be a single barrel, but. Normally on a rye, I get this like minty lift off and it's kind of like spearmint and eucalyptus and it's like you're in a spa. This one is is very much butterscotch, candy corn. Oh, candy corn. That's what it is. It's that waxy candy. It's it's got this like sweet corn and butterscotch note that like lifts off and has a little rye spice, but not too much. This is definitely, uh, I will I will agree with him. This is definitely a neat drinking whiskey. You could definitely drink this one neat. This one just, I mean, and maybe it's like I said, maybe it's a single barrel, but this one, well, the, the, the little bit of sweetness on the front, but this turns quick into oak, oaky and yeah. wood and leather, leather and tobacco and it's I mean it's got some swin- some hints of those kind of classic little notes that pop out but for me those those the big bold brute kind of flavors are are, are in there um, there is a little leatheriness to the end of the, the finish yeah and maybe that's also the rye spice kind of playing playing up I don't I don't hate this one I actually do like this one Again, I'm not a guy that drinks rye neat on a regular basis. I think I have, honestly, in the 150 or so bottles that I have, I may have five or six rye bottles. Not about you, but I got five or six. No, I think, I mean... I mean, looking around the speakeasy, we don't have too much rye in here. It, it's not really used for anything that other than you I mean, know drinking you a cocktail. That, I mean, let's just say that I probably have Rittenhouse rye that we used on a program. Mm-hmm. 
a Thomas handy just because it's when antique. You get it, when you can get it, you get it. Um, I think I have a Redwood Empire um, that just randomly came from from somewhere. Um, but not, I mean, yeah. Um, maybe a peer, maybe peerless. Oh yeah, you do have yeah, a peerless. I have, I have peerless rye. Um, but same thing. I mean, five, six, six rise, and they and they're really kind of all for a random reason. Either they were, you know, hard to get, or some reason they kind of fell into possession. But not many of them seeked out, you know. Yeah, and, and um, I think this is this is one I would if. I'm looking for a rye and say, you know what? I feel like having rye whiskey tonight. This is one I would go out and buy because I think you could definitely drink it neat. And, and you could also use it in a cocktail so it's not going to go to waste. Um, what do you what do you want to give this one? What do, what do you think? This is... I mean... If, like I said, if you told me this was a bourbon, I would probably give it a different... a different score. Um... I can't be harsh on it because it is it is good, but I don't think if I put it in a rye cocktail, it would fit as good as what we drank last night, and even even Rittenhouse, because um, that's an, that was another freaking great rye for twenty, you know, yeah. twenty bucks. Yeah, this one this one's around um, forty to forty-five, depending on where you are. Like I said, I don't want to be too hard, but I'm gonna go eighty-two. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I gave it an 85. I think only because it's something I can drink neat and in a cocktail. I do feel that there are better ryes for a cocktail, like Rittenhouse, because I think the spice is a little bit better. It's gonna, it's gonna mellow out with other ingredients in that cocktail. So I'd give it an 85, a, a fair score. But I'm I do still like trying it. To, I'm still trying to settle where, you know, I got kind of where the palate is for me because the woodsiness just overtakes it for me. Yeah, those like butterscotch notes and the oak. Well, it, it's oak, it's wood. Man, I, I get and I get what you're saying, the, the butterscotch, but yeah, I mean, that's... There, there is a good amount of oak on the palate finish, where, where it was not there on the nose. I, like, at least I don't really... Rem- I don't really get the oak on the nose. I get more of the the rice spice and the vanilla. And the, and the molasses. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get the molasses. Yeah. So, 85, not, in- not bad. In- interesting. I mean... I, like I said, I feel I, I feel I gave it a low a low score because I almost surprised that this is awry. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, but this is the beauty of this. I would not normally get this, and now that it's in the calendar, I've had it, and I can then maybe once in a while grab it. I'm not going to go out and grab this off the shelf and make sure it's always on the back bar, but it's something that I would. You know, I would get again. I would definitely get it yeah. again. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm with you. This would probably not make my. It's not gonna make your top would, ten. Nah, it's not gonna. This is not gonna make my. This is not gonna make my go out and grab a bottle. Yeah. But I was just kind of saying, like, if I went somewhere and they were like, you know, 
here's the thing. I'm not a I'm not a rye drinker. It's kind of like it's kind of to me like scotch, and it's not. And it maybe is just because of the word or what it is. And look, I, I have this in my job. I have this problem all the time. I mean, rye's do not sell like bourbons do. They just they just don't. Um, people put rye in creative cocktails, and people drink rye in creative cocktails. People don't look for rye cocktails. Yeah. You know, um, some people will like a rye Manhattan over a bourbon Manhattan or whatever whatever the case may be. But I wouldn't go to a bar and order a cocktail because it had this this in it you know I mean if I'm drinking if I'm drinking a rye whiskey in a cocktail I'm drinking a Sazerac and if I'm drinking a Sazerac I want it to have fucking Sazerac yeah yeah you know it's and it's and look where we're at I mean being this close to New Orleans um if my if my well probably not my boss but if one of my if one of the New Orleans bosses was in Baton Rouge and one of my accounts had a Sazerac on the menu and it didn't have Sazerac in it my ass would be fucking grass exactly it's just it's just what it is but like I said I like I like this is it a, is it quintessential rye to me not especially after tasting Sazerac Sazerac the night before I think it's good juice I think it does a good job at working a cocktail not something I'm gonna go yeah go hunt, hunt down or not gonna persuade me to order a cocktail at a bar because it has this in it and that's my long winded rant on why I gave it 82 uh, look, I don't disagree with you. I'm not a big rye person either. It's not something I drink on a normal basis. It, I mean, it's like it, it's like if I feel like a spicy cocktail or a spicy uh, whiskey, I will pour a rye. Whether it's Canadian rye, like I have, actually no, I do have a few of them. Pendleton rye, um, New Riff rye. There are some good ryes out there, but this is this is all right. This is good, not great. Yeah. Yeah, Scott. When you I mean when you go to a bar, either you know what cocktail you want, or if you're up in the air, you know you may look at look at a, a menu and something in the cocktail may influence you to order that cocktail. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's probably not going to be the base. The base spirit would have to be something interesting for me to want to. You know, it would have to be. I went somewhere and they had a, you know bacon infused Woodford Reserve double yeah. oak and I'd be like okay what the shit is that all about but just the the base co- the base spirit probably is not enough to intrigue me to say I gotta have that cocktail it's more about how it's being used. I don't know you tell me what do you, what do you think no I mean I, I will say that I think that I want Jeeves to go out and get a bottle of this so that we can maybe experiment on some cocktails in future uh, you know future nights down here obviously we don't have to record them but when we yeah. come down here, we can have a rye cocktail and try Michter's out. I'd like to try this in a cocktail. I'd like to try this exact same proportions in a Sazerac versus Sazerac. Like, detailed proportions, same recipe, this in Sazerac, in a Sazerac. I think and, this and yet, this one would better go... I don't think this one would do very well in a Sazerac. I just don't think it would mix with the absinthe. I think that this one would be very well in an old-fashioned, mm-hmm. uh, just because of the fruit and butterscotch mixing with orange and bitters, um, or in, in the, I'm sorry, the sugar. I think it would also do very well in a Manhattan, maybe a Boulevardier sidecar. You could do a rye sidecar. I think it would do well there. 
whiskey sour, I think this would be really good. In. Yeah, yeah. So, interesting. All right, well, look, we've taken way too much time on <laughs> on a rye that we think is just okay. Uh, but That's usually how it goes, though, right? 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 Yeah. So, look. Because if, if, it, if it's great, we're, doing, we're too busy drinking. Exactly. We're, we're finished with it. We're like, oh, well, that's the end of tonight's yeah. show. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Um, Model that down. Yep. All right. Well, look, if you came here to learn, Brant. Drink what you learned. If you came here to share. Share what you drink. If you came here a stranger. May you exit a friend. And if you came here for adventure, drink, drink up. Drink up. Cheers. Happy holidays. <laughs>